What's good? Today I wanted to speak about a an article, uh, not an article, an insert on um, carte blanche that was on this previous week. Um, the Kifnis one, the one, the Samuel related royalties that have not been paid situation. And yeah, it was a pretty interesting one. I was actually made aware of it by my mother and my father. They were like, no, you need to go and see because they're showing essentially what she was talking, what my mother was talking about is how organized she thought, she thought the music industry was and I'll explain to you why she thought that um, she looked at the fact that there are systems in place to collect right? there are systems in place to notify and there are systems to collect and there's some kind of organization that's trying to sort all of this out and I said yes mom but the issue is we don't have it's not being done efficiently right? Um, now for people who don't know the systems they don't know other country systems I was talking to a lot of the people a lot of people in different countries on different continents and the way we're running things in South Africa is actually really good uh, and hear me out the system is good sure the execution is typical very typical for South Africans for South African systems to be good just in theory right practically it's not working out it's not working out as well but the fact that we have a way to report, the way that we have a, the fact that we have a, a way to collect our money, um, means that there is a system in place. In other countries, you find in Nigeria. I've spoken to some guys in Nigeria. They don't, they don't feel safe notifying Samro about their money. They just feel like someone's gonna take it. They feel like there's no one really earns any money in terms of royalties. Um, the only people who get paid are the ones who do big gigs and the ones who are like deeply connected. And that's sad. Imagine if you weren't able, not only was it difficult to earn, but you all probably were not going to earn any money. That would suck. I mean, that's terrible. So, yeah, there was that. But now, just back to the insert, the, the insert on carte blanche. Um, they were um, going over how there's certain, uh, well, there's a lot of people who have unclaimed royalties. Unclaimed royalties is huge. There's a lot of money just sitting there as unclaimed royalties um, songs that have either been notified incorrectly they have been sent to the radio stations incorrectly the radio stations have filled in the cue sheets incorrectly somehow there's just mismanagement there's a lot of administrative mismanagement and that is like it's big right because if my name is Silas Beats and you spell my name with a Z I'm not gonna get paid just off of a small error like that now for me that's too much, it's too much uncertainty. There's too much room for error there, right? And that's why they've brought in things like ISRC codes, as well as um, uh, when you send your song in, there's another code that's made at the station that is kind of your reference number for your song. So you should be able to track every single time, even if it is Silas Beats with a Z, you should be able, provided you can find it once, you should be able to find it based on another code. Um, that the radio stations have. It's one that people don't usually talk about that often, but um, I, like, I'm, not sure, I'm not too sure how many radio stations actually do it when they're playlisting that they give each one of these songs these codes, but it is something that I've heard of as a, another fallback for people who are looking to um, recoup royalties. Um, then they were, he also spoke about having external, um, using external services, something like a radio monitor, just to assist you to be able to know how many times your track is played because Sometimes it is, um, uh, sometimes it's just too difficult for you to sit there and chase. 
chasing is it's a, it's a full-time job it really is even if you're not the biggest artist if you've got a couple of songs on a radio station chasing down your music is it's, it's hell so that is that's another point very very important uh, to remember um, then what they did is they also had a little mini interview with someone the one of the board members one of the samurai board members he didn't handle it so well um, he was very dismissive kind of just saying look if these artists want to earn their money they're more than welcome to contact us if there is a dispute they're more than welcome to contact us the information is here everything is here but my question is is there no way of creating a samuro team of people who they almost like agents they are there i do know that samuro does have agents but i feel like they they less the agents that they have now are a little bit more reactive so they don't really they don't really go out looking for problems to solve they wait for people to have uh, royalty conflicts they wait for people to have problems with samuro and that's when they react but what they could actually do is they could create a small task team a lot of work that they need to get through this years and years and years of work but they can create this task team whose job it is to to find all these undocumented works this is what they call the undocumented works the ones that have unclaimed royalties and find the owner, find the people who own the songs find the people who made the songs alert them and say look this is what's going on please sort out your house but i think the other thing is the other thought that i had is Samuel benefits from unclaimed royalties because unclaimed royalties can remain for 10 years and then at some point I don't even know I think it's 3 years 3 3 years or 5 years and then that money then becomes part of another distribution um this just becomes undistributed money that Samuel has in their coffers and that's where the accounting of Samuel is just it becomes really really weird and I don't like it I really 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 don't like that aspect that they've got a lot of money sitting in their in their coffers and all they're really doing is waiting for it to expire and they're not going to do anything about it you could also hear from that guy there he was not happy to to comment right there's there was issues there um there's a there's a definite issue there and the only way that you can protect yourself is by ensuring that you are getting paid for what you're getting paid for i've been running up after my royalties for the longest amount of time last night no jokes i went on to my samuro uh my portal i saw my total distribution payout since 2015 it's 98k it's 98k it was 70 something 79 not too long ago but there was a pretty decent payout that came that came through and it was like it's look it's not the most in the world but it is definitely a lot more than some people who are complaining that ah, i've only earned 1200 rand from from Samro but it is it's from massive amounts of just education admin um just figuring stuff out and just trying to make sure that I'm doing things correctly that's the only way that I was able to get to that point um so yeah that's a it's a it's a definite it's a definite must that people go in and they kind of you know just buckle down and figure this stuff out otherwise you don't get paid you just won't and from that insert You could even see that Questa also has some works that are undocumented which means like you know they've got you've got these big artists who are sure they're making truckloads of money in terms of royalties because they're getting paid everywhere all the time but even they are missing out on their work and they have people working on this stuff well supposedly they've got people working on this stuff trying to make sure that they're getting paid every time but I'm sure one of those little claims for one of the songs um for an undocumented Questa track could easily be 
8K, 10K, 20K. That's money. And this is what that guy from the Kipnis was talking about. I need to really remember his name. Um, but if he can, like, if he can go in and find a song, it's done fairly, fairly decently on well, on a multitude of radio stations. You go and you just make sure that um, you know you've uh, you checked the undocumented list. You you might find there's a lot of money sitting there. Look, if you're an artist and you haven't released much music, then you probably don't expect much. Don't expect anything. Um, but if you know that you've been putting in a lot of work and a lot of stuff has been played on TV, radio, etc. Like with me, I might have some extra work there, but I know that the, 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 the people that I work with, they have systems in place to look after and try and find that money. As with the commercial songs that I do with the artists, I need to, um, uh, I need to chase up. I do a lot of chasing up of, I do a lot of chasing up of clients. I'm phoning people up to say, hey man, when you registered that song, please uh, let me know so I can do the same thing, etc., etc., etc. So it's it's tricky. Like it really, really is a tricky system. Then on top of that, we've got another facet, which is the SABC. Samro claims that SABC has not paid them any money for goodness knows how long. So that's also another thing. So now we don't really know where, like for you as an artist, you might not necessarily know where your problem is. Is your problem with Samro? Is your problem with the SABC, that your stuff is played exclusively on SABC stations that have not paid? Um, is your issue with your admin person? Are you getting screwed over by whoever it is that's doing the registration for you if you're not doing it yourself? There's no real way of knowing. So you kind of have to attack all angles and hope and pray that you're going to get it, you know, that you're going to get it right. It's, it's weird, man. It's odd. So... Yeah, um, what I was going to say is that if you do go onto their website, just that's the other thing. Samro have been known to not be um, forthcoming with the information, right? We all know this. They don't, they're not, they're not um, uh, transparent. And that lack of transparency really, really annoys people and it makes us think like they're trying to keep something under wraps. Which it kind of does look like. It looks like they're trying to keep stuff under wraps. But what they've slowly done is they've slowly started to release a bit of that information. Like for one, there is a document that I've seen myself where it tells you exactly how much Samro is going to pay you per play. So, uh, yes, 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 per station, per station, per play. So if you get your track played one time on um, whatever the station might be, this is the amount that you're going to get paid. Um, I don't know if that amount is in... Um, um, if it's in seconds or if it's per track, I don't know how that how the system works. I'm sure there's a way of figuring that out. But it's one of those things where you kind of have to just continually educate yourself and just hope and pray that you sure there's going to be some errors in the reporting. There's going to be some problems here and there, but for the most part, that you are getting paid the money that you are owed, or at least most of the money that you are owed. I'd much rather walk away. I'm happy knowing that I've worked hard enough to be able to say that I've earned pretty much 100k in terms of royalties in the past five years. This is outside of all the other stuff, but in terms of royalties, straight up 100k. I can say that the system does work. But I was able to tell you that when I got my first 300 rand. I am no more convinced of Samro because of what I've earned. All I know is that there's money out there. When I got that first 300, the very first time I got a Samro check, 300 rand, I knew that the system worked 
if not perfectly, it's, uh, it worked somewhat. I just needed to figure out how I was going to make the rest of it work. work. If you are doing library music, get yourself a publisher. That's the first thing I would say. Get yourself a publisher or publishers. Get people who you're going to be able to contact and speak to, learn about the industry, interact with them, get some albums under your belt. You know, everybody wants to be independent, etc, etc, etc. Get some albums under your belt, pay the dues, and then through doing those few albums with a music publisher, you learn the system. I learned so many things just by trying to get an album out there with a music publisher. Now I understand how that system works. Now that I understand it, now I can start thinking about how many, how many um, publishers do I want to contact, uh, what type of publishers do I want to go for, you know, all of that stuff. All because now I know. Now I can think about doing the whole, pub, the whole being my own music publisher thing. Now it makes a little bit more sense. Not all the way, but a little bit more. Um, in the moment, at the moment, I'm in the process of learning how to approach um, international music publishers. Um, there's a course that I'm doing during this lockdown period in my spare time. Just trying to learn as much information as I can, so that I can then go and expand. If I can start earning some royalties, get me some dollars under my belt, that'll be amazing because now I can start collecting massively. Um, another another thing that I'm that I'm doing. Sorry, just to segue into the next thing. But another thing that I'm doing at the moment is um, content ID. Really big on that. I'm trying to figure out how I can automate my earnings. I also want to just get a little bit of money here, here and there, trickling in. Even if it's five dollars here, ten dollars there, maybe a hundred dollars in a good month, and then slowly build it up to a point where I'm getting thousands and thousands and thousands in terms of the amount of music that I'm putting out there. That can only happen if I learn how to do content ID. Figured it out pretty quickly. Um, I'm using Airbit at the moment. It's working like a charm. Um, there's all sorts of copyright claims that are now popping up because of videos that people had used beats of mine in. And I can start earning on those because it's rightful. I mean, it's my content. So, uh, so it's not my content. It's my music being used. So I can take my share, excuse me, and I can move along um, having earned a little bit of money for my hard work. Same with using a platform like SongTrust, etc, etc. These are all things that allow us to collect. Remember, we're all out here, we're all making music, we're all doing the most. But the problem is, what's the use of getting 10,000 views in this day and age? Probably not too much. But if you can take those 10,000 views and say, look, I've got 10,000 views. Sure, it's good for my, my um, uh, what's the word? It's good for my, my image. It's also going to be really, really, really beneficial if there's some way of monetizing or at least trying to learn a little bit of the monetization system um, whether it be through Audium, whether it be through SongTrust, whether it be through Samro, whether it be through Capasso, whether it be through Risa, whether it be through your distribution platform, whether it be through SoundCloud, all of these places you can go and collect your money. All it takes now, once you've sorted all of that stuff out, all it takes for you is to just create good music. And that's what we want. We want to automate and streamline the process so that all we need to do is create good music. Imagine, that's all you need to do. <sighs> then, you know, you want to keep as much of your percentage as possible, right? Now, if you have a music publisher, you've got a manager, you've got uh, whoever knows, you, you've got other artists on the track, you've got the music producer, then you've got your homeboy from the way, you've got all these people that are now eating into your pie purely because you don't care, you couldn't care any less to learn those systems. So now you've decided, I, I am going to, I'm going to do, um, 
Uh, I'm going to do nuts. I'm not going to learn any of these systems. I'm going to wait, hope and pray that, you know, other people get this stuff right for me. Of course, then you're just asking for yourself to either get screwed over or for, you to, for them to take a percentage of your earnings. I learned that with my music publisher that they're doing quite a lot for me. I get it. But some of these things that they're doing for me, surely, 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 I can somehow learn how to do myself. And that's what I'm learning at the moment. Um, but it's going to take that, um, that initiative on my side, which I'm more than happy to take. I'm doing it. I'm doing it slowly. It's a hard process. I won't lie. It's not the most easy to learn. It's difficult, but I'm trying. I'll get it one of these days. But yeah, um, just to comment about that, uh, also just about that Samro um, post, uh, sorry, the Samro insert on carte blanche. I think it's a little too easy to just say the Samro is the problem. As I mentioned, SABC might be the problem, admin might be the problem, but at the end of the day, if there are people earning, right, that means it's possible. And as much as the system is broken, it's the same everywhere. The systems are broken everywhere. We've got government, we've got all these people. But what's funny is even though we've got all these broken systems, there are still people who are benefiting from these systems. And if you're not benefiting from that system, you need to understand why. And if you can understand why, but properly, not just a podcast that is telling you, you know, Samro, you must get your royalties. Some, if you can understand on an in-depth level as to what type of royalties there are out there and what you're entitled to, etc., 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 then you can actually start to figure out where the hell your money is. It's as simple as that, but it's not that simple. But it is, it's a simple thing to do. So read up where you can, get as much information as you can. Be careful which information you read up on though, because there's a lot of misinformation out there and there's a lot of people who pose and they, they claim to know, they think that they know, and they're just trying to do a nice thing. They're just trying to give out information, but they also, some people will, um, um, actually, how do I put this? Be careful of people who are scared to say that they don't know or they don't understand. Because those are the ones that are the most dangerous. I've seen on podcasts, SA podcasts, I've seen people who are not, they, they're not happy to play, to say, I don't know. They will spew something. So 80% of what they spew is straight up truth. But then there'll be that 20% of bullshit. And it is bad bullshit. And you're like, wow, you can't say that. You don't know. Um, but yeah, um, that's all got to do with you and your inf your ability to discern and figure out information. So be very, very smart about what you read. Um, be smart about who you follow and what you listen to. Make sure that these people are um, credible, for lack of a better term. And yeah, I'll catch you in the next one. Peace.